Welcome to Trader Triggers, presented to you by Rob MV3 Trader. This is a segment of Futures Trade Radio that is brought to you by The Ultimate Trader's Guide, your one-stop shop for the most valuable income-producing information on the internet. Go to ultimatetradersguide.net to learn more. Link in the show notes. Now enjoy the show. So in today's Trader Triggers, what I want to talk about is I saw this question posted on Reddit where the person asks, you know, what they should learn or study to become a full-time day trader. So I thought this would be a good one to talk about. And this one, like stuff like this kind of grinds my gear, so to speak, when I see, it's not the question that, you know, kind of rubs me the wrong way. What it is, is the responses to it. Cause usually when people post these kind of questions on forums and like other places on the internet, what they, what ends up happening, they just get a bunch of negative projections from random people on the internet you know, that clearly don't really care about helping others. They just are, or maybe they think they're being helpful with their blind negativity. I don't know what it is, but it's just, you know, it's a weird kind of of thing to, to witness when you see someone out there, you know, genuinely looking for some sort of help. And then you get people just not even really trying to understand where the person is coming from or anything like that. They just want to say some random stuff based off of just what they believe. But anyway, so I'm not here to talk about that part of it. What I'm here to do is really answer, kind of give an answer to the question from my perspective in a general sense for, you know, what I would recommend are the things to to study and to learn and to how to prepare yourself for full-time day trading. And, you know, I kind of have some experience with, I, so now I'm like, I, at this point I have a job, right? But I'm day trading in a, I'm day trading the same way that I would do it as if this was my only source of income. So I could kind of technically, technically look at what I'm doing as full-time day trading. But I did have a time when I was living in the Philippines where this is all I did. So I was full-time day trading then. So I'm using all of that experience and all of that, everything that I gained from those periods of my life through my trading journey to answer this question here. All right. So let's go ahead and get into this. So the first thing that I would recommend to learn or study or to be aware of, is just yourself. Like that's going to be the primary thing that you want to have awareness to and have a deep understanding of, you know, throughout your trading, your trading journey, your business career, whatever word you want to attach to trading self is going to, in my opinion, should always be the central focus point. And, you know, like you always want to be looking at yourself, you know, getting to know yourself as much as you can. But times like when things are off from their normal, from your normal routine, like say you had a significant loss in the family or you're going through some kind of financial struggle or something, just something is off outside of your normal routine that you're, that you, you know, that you're, you're experiencing something outside of your, your typical routine, especially if it triggers some special emotions within you. These can kind of skew what you see as your response to, or how you're kind of judging yourself or how you're viewing yourself. Right. And the re the responses that you get as you're at, you know, trying to do things. So let's say if you're trying to like, you're trying to trade, you're trading from within, you're doing it from who you are. Right. But then you have a, a significant loss in the family. Well, you may think that you're paying attention to your awareness and that you're paying attention to yourself and you're doing all the things to make sure you show up the right way. But because your, your energy is off, 
because of this loss. Once you go back and you view your session in hindsight, you can see that you wasn't as focused. You could see that you wasn't as focused or that, you know, you had some sort of old beliefs or whatever, something that came in and that had you trading outside of what you should have been trading in. So that goes along with getting to know yourself as much as you can, because it takes a, a keen level of awareness to be able to realize when little things like that are, you know, significant things like that can slightly throw you off the, you know, the, the nuances of, you know, those type of situations and trying to trade under those, under those situations. Right. So specifically in terms of self, some things you want to pay close attention to is your relationship with money. You know, how do you feel about money? Do you have any negative thoughts or feelings or any, like, have you been taught anything like money doesn't grow on trees and stuff like that? You know, are you holding on to the beliefs and stuff where you're not creating the most inviting environment for money to come into your life, right? So you want to look at your relationship with money along those same lines. You want to look at, look into your, your risk tolerance. How do you feel about taking risk? You also want to look into, you know, how do you take judgment from others? So do you need your, your whole family or your mom or your dad to support your trading business before you even really put your all into it. You know, if someone that you care about or someone that you don't care about, someone that you don't even know can say something that affect what you do in your own personal life or with trading, you want to look into stuff like that. Also that goes along with what motivates you, you know, how you are affected by the opinions of others, what drives you. Right. So do you like, also you want to definitely look into stuff like, what, it, what does it take for you to do what you're supposed to be doing? So like, do you need to have your back against the wall before you start doing the minor things that you're supposed to be doing, like reviewing your trading sessions, right? Reviewing your trades, journaling. Do you got to have a significant event happen in your life before you start to journal? Or do you just do that when everything as a normal practice within your, you know, everyday life? Or like, do you need someone constantly reminding you of what you're supposed to be doing? Like, do you need that coach or that other person that's always telling, Hey, did you review your trades today? Did you go over your strategy? Did you, you know, did you look at this? Did you look at that? Are you that type of, you know, how do you, what, what drives you as a person, as an individual, you want to look at all of these things because these are the things that's going to keep you consistent, which you're going to definitely need if you're trying to day trade full time. And, you know, with that, you want to see how you're measuring what, how you measure up against those things against those trading essentials, i.e., you know, consistency, discipline, focus. These are the things you, that you want to do while you're learning yourself are the things that you want to focus on while you're learning yourself and, you know, really getting to know yourself on the deepest level that you possibly can. All right. So now that you have a, a you know, a understanding of yourself, a decent understanding of yourself, and this is a continual process. Nothing that I'm saying here is going to be a one and done thing. This is something that you continually do. Before you, like when you're trying to prepare to be a full-time day trader, when you're transitioning to be a full-time day trading, a daytime day trader, and when you are a daytime, a full-time day trader. So another thing that you want to, that I would recommend to study is business, right? Like how to run and operate a business, common business practices. You definitely want to look into, you know, like risk assessment, how businesses go about assessing risk and how they go about, um, 
like keeping their statistics and paying attention to their numbers. It's like that's going to be a huge one when you're new at this and you're trying to transition into full-time day trading because you want to have an understanding of what you're actually doing and and be able to analyze that stuff and see you know what you're doing right and whatever you need to be whatever what you could potentially need to tweak so for stuff like that you know while we're on that topic there's you know several different software out there like you can for instance there's tradesviz and there's TraderView two that I have used, just a couple that I have used, but you want to get a full statistical breakdown. What these, what these softwares or what these apps will do is they will give you a full statistical breakdown of your executions. But the key thing around this is you got to understand that when you're reviewing your numbers and all your execution, like when you're reviewing those statistics, what you also want to pay attention to going back to self is what produced those numbers? When you got your setup, did you trade it perfectly that gave you those numbers? So you want to keep those things in mind because you can be looking at your numbers, but if you didn't trade your numbers perfectly, that's going to kind of skew things. So you can't really, it'll be, you got to keep those things in mind before you start making changes because you could be making changes to your mistakes. Like, so for instance, let's just say you have this, you looked at your numbers and then you, that led you con to conclude that you don't do so well trading ES versus NQ. Or maybe you conclude that your strategy doesn't work so well at certain times of the day. So for example, like the first 30 minutes of the open. So if you're just looking at the numbers, you can come to those conclusions. But if you really look into it and how did you perform during that first 30 minutes of RTH? Or what beliefs do you have about NQ versus ES that's making you, or that's leading to you trading ES not so well as you trade in Q. So it's key to also analyze things like your beliefs, your focus, your feelings, all of that stuff around trading these different things are during certain times of the day. Like the times of the day, how much sleep did you get the night before? Or were you distracted by, out, by external things? Like you have family members, you know, around you talking or whatever, right? Or do you have outside noise that are, that's distracting you during those times, right? So you want to Look at all of this stuff with your statistics that'll help you, you know, fine tune your business for when you're ready to do it full time. Another thing that you want to go to along with statistics, you want to make sure that you're focused on or that you learn how to do accounting, how to, you know, keep track of all of your, your results, especially when it comes down to taxes, you know, and then you also want to look at how to incorporate because maybe you want to do that for your taxes which also feeds into journaling. You want to you wanna look into journaling because you can look at journaling like having business meetings, right? You want to look at journaling to like business meetings. And you're, when you're journaling, you're basically having a business meeting with yourself. You're reviewing, you know, what's going well in the business, what you can work on improving in the business, things like that, right? Now, two other things that you, I would recommend learning and, and getting to understand one of those is marketing and the other one is market cycles. Now, marketing in terms of business, I think, you know, it's helpful, but you don't necessarily need to know it, right? You know, it's not a high, it's not high on my list of recommendations, but it's really helpful to know. And it, it helps me a lot to understand marketing from a business perspective, because what happens with marketing and business, I've also seen in these charts, 
right? And then you also want to understand market cycles because, you know, every economy, all, all things have cycles. So you want to understand the cycles of whatever you're trying to trade, right? So that's, that's just a, you know, brief little breakdown of what you want to study in relation to business that you can use for your full-time day trading business. Another thing you want to learn is how to determine proper risk management and how to develop a risk management plan. I mentioned risk assessment assessment earlier from the business perspective. So you can use what you learned for how businesses assess their risk and you can apply that to your business of day trading, right? So understanding the risk assessment process that businesses use to mitigate their risk and help you figure out how to develop your risk management plan for your trading business. So when you're, when you're assessing your risk, you'll want to have a deep understanding of the mechanics of the market that you intend to trade. For example, if you're trading, like that's, that's just say for instance, corn futures, you'll want to fully understand the tit and tick and point value, as well as the increment value of the ticking points, right? Cause that's going to determine, that's going to help you determine how much risk you can take on and how you can structure your risk in relation to how much capital you have to trade. And if your strategy that you currently are planning to use, if that's going to be sufficient for that, right. Or if you need to make any, you know, any tweaks to that strategy, you know, and, and stuff like that. You also want to learn the personality of what you plan to trade, which is going to help you define how you determine risk, right. Around all of its, you know, around its typical patterns. Right. So I, I kind of emphasize the you part there because it's not about what I see or what I think, let's say about NQ's volatility. It's about how it's about your read and how that fits into your schedule, your plan and your strategy with the available capital that you have to trade with. You know, it's interesting that I, I recently heard someone broadcast through their YouTube channel that, you know, if you don't plan on trading, you know, the quote unquote news, what they call the, the news, right? Which is referring to specifically the scheduled economic events, you know, that take place every week, right? Basically what they were saying was you'll want to be flat. And they were just saying this as a general projection that you want to be flat about 15 to 30 minutes before and after all these news events. Well, that could be true for some people. That was probably, it was true for him. That's why he was saying it, but you may need that much time if you're going for the bigger intraday swings, but if you're scalping, right. And you're holding a majority of your trades for maybe a minute or two or a couple of seconds. That's gonna be a lot of time for you to be just sitting on the sidelines, which could lead to things like FOMO. So you got to remember if you just, you know, decided to be a scalper, you did that for a reason. And it should say a lot about your personality, which, you know, your personality may not be aligned with a practice that had you sitting around on your hands for hours just to wait for, you know, one opportunity or two. Right? So. If that doesn't fit your personality, then that's going to be bad advice for you. So that, that just, you know, brought that in, into my mind, but you know, I kind of wanted to, you know, talk on that as it, that just hit me. But anyway, moving on. So when you're trying to come into, you know, you're trying to build your risk management plan, I think that screen time is going to have, or for me personally, screen time has had the greatest impact on designing, you know, my risk management plan. If you're just starting this, you can also look at others. Even if you've been doing this for a while, you can also look at how others apply risk management. You can get ideas from them and then you can try out the methods that, you know, that makes the most sense to you and you can make any tweaks that you see necessary. 
you know, it's a trial and error type of thing, right? Something that, again, that's something that you should always be, well, something that I would recommend to always be learning and, you know, welcoming to new information. All right. So moving forward, another thing that I would recommend is to look into having additional, additional streams of income. Since, you know, since you've already taken the time to learn about business and since you're learning about business, you might as well use what you learn to create a side hustle or start a small business. You know, if, if having a nine to five is not your thing. And since I mentioned this question about being a full-time day trader, typically when you think about full-time day trading, you're not also thinking about having a full-time job. Now I kind of uh, referenced my situation as being an exception to that, but so we're just talking about if you're just trying to full-time day trade and you don't want to have a regular job. So you, I would highly recommend, this is one of the main things that I learned when I did it in a, when I was trading in the Philippines, which actually helped me having other sources of income. I, one thing I would recommend is to have an additional stream of income, like another business that you do on the side. And typically it's best that it's not, you know, related to trading or investing. Like I see some people, they may be day trading, and then it also may be swing trading options on stocks or whatever. But, you know, at the core of all of that is these financial markets. So if you're, unless you're like hedging with that, when one thing goes bad, it's, it can be likely for another thing to go bad. So if you're not prepared to, you know, to handle a, a, a certain market cycle and that's affecting your day trading, unless you have this, you know, detailed hedging plan that you're using when you're trading options and all that stuff, or maybe you're trading Forex or whatever. If you're not prepared for this new cycle, when your day trading is affected, the other parts of your participation in investing can be affected, right? So that's why I recommend having your additional income as something outside of trading so that, you know, one thing doesn't affect the other. And these are just two separate things that you can, you can rely on this other thing that's not related to trading at all, right? where you have income that can at least support your lifestyle. Now, as kind of an exception to that, if it will be, if you're like, if you're creating additional income by teaching or by, you know, sharing what you learn through your day trading journey, right? It's kind of what I do also. So I mentioned that a job is not part of this additional income, but the closest thing to that could, would, could be, you know, doing freelance work on the side of your trading. Also something that I do, I kind of have a freelance type of, you know, small side hustle to where I edit videos for other people. So, you know, I'm recommending this because other streams of income gives you peace of mind, removing potential anxiety when you're, you know, when your trading is not working out so well, or you're off your game and it helps you focus on what's going to keep you consistent instead of being motivated by the results in your P and L. And I also kind of mentioned Marco cycles before, but the, you know, the last little recommendation that I would have in this would be to study those market cycles and study different market cycles and see like how that stuff affects your strategy. How does it affect your mentality? How does it affect how you show up? Right. What, how does it make you feel when everything is going up and we're in this nice little bullish phase and then all of a sudden we start to flip and you start to see a lot of red on the charts. How do you feel when you look at a chart and you see that red on the chart, right? So you want to recommend, I recommend that you study market cycles and 
understand really what you're trying to do when you're studying these market cycles and understanding that everything is temporary. So the main goal with studying market cycles is to is understanding that and to see if you can survive through these different market cycles. So if you can survive through these different market cycles, that'd be a good indication that you're ready to day trade full time. So kind of as a recommendation for where to get started, Ray Dalio, he's produced a lot of work on the, you know, the cyclical nature of economies and, and markets. And there's a book that he wrote, um, I think his recent book was The Changing World Order. I saw it as a good read where he goes in on the global psychics throughout history, right? So that's just, you know, just a quick little rec recommendation. I'm not paid to, to say that or anything like that, but that's one area that you can, you can look at to study these market cycles, because it's a, this is one of the things that you may have the most questions, questions about studying, because there's not a lot of people talking about the different cycles of anything really. <laughs> And there is no, there's not a whole lot of people really going into you know, to good detail about the different cycles of these financial markets. It's something that typically you, you, you have to experience for yourself with the exception of Ray Dalio, who he kind of focuses on that and he shares his, his findings and his discovery about, you know, different market cycles throughout history. He's based his whole career around, you know, the different cycles of economies of you know cultures and all you know all that stuff right so those are you know just a brief overview of the things that i would recommend if you're trying to prepare yourself to become a full-time day trader so let's go over some don'ts i do have a couple of don'ts here and these are just my recommendations you can do what you want to do i highly encourage you to do what you want to do so if these don'ts don't make sense to you you know take whatever makes the most sense to you and I don't have a, that many of them. So one don't I have is don't pay attention to other people's journey to becoming a full-time trader, right? It reminds me of the quote, comparison is the thief of joy. I've been really loving that quote lately, right? But it's their, that's their journey, right? It's not yours. It could detour you off your path. You can end up, you know, comparing yourself to what others are doing or how others achieve whatever they try to achieve. You can end up, you know, chasing what you see from them or your perspective of what you see from them, which take you, that takes you off of focusing on the path that you have for you. That's going to lead you to achieve the goals that you're trying to achieve. Right? So you want to be kind of, when you're learning from others, you want to be kind of careful of how, you know, what information or, or what you're taking in from their, the, from other people's journeys. Also a don't, another don't that I have is don't put your whole life savings into this are other people's money, right? That you care about disappointing like family, right? So if let's say you want to get started full-time day trading and all you have to in your account, you look at your account, you have like $5,000 to $10,000 and you want to try to just become a full-time day trader off of that money that you have in your account. If you come into a, a cycle that you haven't been, or if you come into a, a cycle that you're not prepared for, then you can end up when that money starts to, you know, become smaller and smaller in your trading account, then that can lead you into doing things, being emotionally triggered to do things outside of what you're supposed to be doing, right? Outside of being consistent, outside of being disciplined, right? Outside of having the appropriate focus that you're supposed to have, right? So 
you know, this is one of the cliches that I hear, you know, a lot in this business is that, and one that I actually um, agree with, and I also project is to trade with money that you don't care about losing, right? Because that's going to allow you to trade freely. It's not about you want to lose that money. That's going to allow you to, to, you know, trade free and focus on the things that you want to, that, that you should be doing. That's going to help you be consistent. And this one, I, I mentioned this one. I started this off with this one, with this don't, or it's not really a don't, but the thing that grinds my gears a lot is the absolute worst thing that you can do is start asking random people off the internet what they think about you trading full time or what they think about your trading because they don't know you. And what I see majority of the time is people just start responding to the question without even understanding where that question is coming from or without understanding the person that's asking that question. Now that's just random people off the internet, but you also want to be careful with friends and family because they care about you and they don't want to see you struggle and they don't want to see you go through what they perceive as failure. They want you to win, but they want you to win without any, with that, with as little resistance as possible. And from my personal experience and what I've heard from a lot of other traders is this is not their environment to be trying to win without, you know, without resistance, you're going to get resistance. Well, let me just speak from my own personal experience. I, I had to go through a lot of resistance to get to where I am today. Now, in the end, it, it was all 100% worth it, but it didn't look good when I was going through it, right? Now, luckily for me, I didn't have family that, I don't have family and friends that are trying to, you know, speak negatively on the things that I want to do. I'm kind of blessed in that way to where I can just, I have a lot of support around me, but everybody doesn't have that, you know, that situation. So you want to be careful about, you know, those types of things and how you expose yourself to other people's opinions, even your friends and family, right? Because at the end of this day, this business is about you and the greatness that you have within because great trades come from within. So these are just some things that I recommend for learning or recommend to learn and study if you're interested in, you know, day trading full time. These are just, you know, a quick little list of rundown. I don't, you know, this conversation could actually go on for hours, but I don't want to make this a whole you know, multiple hour type thing. So if you, if you have some ideas or you see, you got some ideas that you think I left out and you're listening to this after the fact, go ahead and leave that in the, in the comment section. Also, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, by the way, I put these on a, on the, your favorite podcast platforms, lightly edited, you know, to kind of enhance the listening experience. But if you're listening to the podcast version of this, Feel free to come on over to YouTube and leave that comment of what you would recommend for full-time day trading, or you can, you know, review it wherever you're listening to it at. So Yoga Gangster asks, would I recommend AMP platform Quant Tower as a platform for beginners to start since it's, it's free. So in terms of platforms, I don't have a lot of experience with Quant Tower, but the way that I see these trading platforms, it's just, they're all basically Okay. In terms of you using them, they're all basically the same. So, you know, while TradingView may be a simple platform to use, there is a period where you have to learn how to use TradingView. So it's the same thing with Quant Tower. If, so it's, it just comes down to if Quant Tower makes sense for you, if that's something that, you know, you want to start trading with, then just start trading with it, learn how to learn how it works and learn the different things that you can do with it. 
and you can start so you can really you can start whatever platform that you're driven to to start with and then later on if you figure out that you know maybe another platform is better you can easily shift over to that new platform but you know it's as with that new platform you're still gonna have to learn how to use that new platform so you can use any platform basically what i'm saying is you can use any platform that you want to use right you just got to learn that platform and they all have the same basic elements of trading which you're going to buy you're going to sell you got a different type of limit orders now some may have different types of orders that you can use but if you're just starting trading and you're new to this you want to get you know kind of efficient at the regular you know buy limit buy market you know the market limit and all those different types of order types you want to get used to those and how those operate and how those functions before you start trying to go into the more advanced you know quote unquote advanced type of trading all right so if quant tower or whatever other platform makes sense to you then use it as it can be a good one for you to use if that's the one that you want to use you just got to learn it right so appreciate that question yoga gangster and with all that being said this has been another classic episode of trader triggers i appreciate everybody for coming through you can catch these live on youtube at mv3 trader during the Futures to Trade radio live stream, plus more videos on day trading futures. Also, make sure you head on over to ultimatetradersguide.net for more valuable income producing information. All links and resources mentioned are in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and until next time, trade it easy.